The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Freaks and Geeks, welcome back to this very special edition of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by the Roar Network at thegorillaposition.com, presented by Hami Media, and in association with Last Word on ProWrestling.com. My name is Jargo, I'll be your host for the day, but let's welcome in our guest, making her second appearance on the show. She is a true icon of women's wrestling, sporting former championships such as a three-time International Wrestling Alliance champion, three-time Ladies Major League Wrestling champion, three-time National Wrestling champion, former talent for World Championship Wrestling, and a woman who has been a pioneer working alongside Mr. David McLean since 1986, a trainer of the next generation of female wrestlers. You can see her on WOW Women of Wrestling Saturday nights beginning September 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Access TV, Miss Selena Majors. Miss Majors, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. What an introduction. I love that. <laughs> that was awesome. And one thing people might not know or they may know, I wrestled at Bambi all those years. So if you look up Selena Majors, you might not find who you think I was because I wrestled under the name Bambi for many, many years. But thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Welcome back. Uh, it was just this past February that we had you on the show while Women of Wrestling had just kicked off on Access TV. I'm sure life has been incredibly busy for you since then. Tell us a little bit about how you've been, your thoughts on the first season on Access, and what it was like for you watching the show from home. Man, it was tremendous. Uh, I actually uh, seen last season, I was at home in Georgia. Um, uh, I was taking care of my dad who had major knee surgery and uh, I got to watch the shows with my family and that was so exciting. And I thought it was a great season and uh, I I can't wait till September 7th uh, with our new season coming up. Uh, Like you said, we're on a different night. We're on Saturday nights now. the time is 8 o'clock on the East Coast, uh, 5 o'clock out here on the West Coast. Um, but I'm so excited. I think this season uh, is going to be even better than last season. Uh, we got to see last season Tessa Blanchard uh, win the World Championship belt. And uh, this season, we'll see her defend that belt and try to hang on to it. But we'll also be seeing the Tag Team Tournament Series kick off. And we'll be awarding tag team belts to our new tag team champion. So that's going to be very exciting. We have the series last the whole season. Uh, we start out in the first episode and we have one tag team series match every episode all the way to the end. And then we crown tag team champion. So I'm very excited about that. Very exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I, I heard you mention that you're out there on the West Coast. One of the other major changes that's happened to you since the last time we spoke was the opening of the Wild Training Center out there in Long Beach. Yourself, as well as Miss Tessa Blanchard, are the head trainers at the school. Tell us a little bit about the school and what it's like working alongside Miss Blanchard. 
Well, I tell you, I'm so happy that we have the uh, the training school open and going, and it's it's something that I love to do because I don't get out there and wrestle anymore. But everybody asks me, well, why don't you get in the ring anymore? I go, I'm in the ring every day. I'm at the Wild Training Center every day in the ring with every girl. So I might not get to do it at the show anymore, but I do still get to get in there. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, we've got a, a lot of great talent that's coming our way. We already had a lot of great talent, but we even have more great talent coming our way. And, uh, and also Tessa Blanchard, she's our world champion. I know that she, her schedule permits her only a little bit of time at the training school because now that she won the championship belt, she's wrestling everywhere all the time, flying in and out, going to different states every week and, and defending the title and, and, and wrestling all over the place. So she's got a real busy schedule, but uh, it's awesome to uh, work with her, and it's awesome to work with all the girls. And uh, we've got a, a new girl that's coming in. I don't know if you were going to hit on that or not, but uh, we've got uh, Roddy Piper's daughter who came to the WOW Training Center. And uh, so I'm really excited about that, too. I actually was going to ask you, uh, Miss Teal Piper, she she is currently signed to WOW just a couple of weeks back. Of course, the daughter of the legend, Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, how long have you known Teal? How is she coming along? And did you have an opportunity to see her debut this past Saturday night at All Out for All Elite Wrestling this past weekend? I did watch her. I, uh, she's very new, and I've not known her very long at all. Um, the thing about it is she's a sweet girl. Uh, I think she is so sweet. She came to us, to the Wild Training School. And the thing that I look at that meant so much to me is with her father being Roddy Piper, I know that she had all kinds of opportunities to probably go to any training school out there. In fact, she could probably go to any wrestling organization and with her dad's connections, uh, you know, be w- open with welcomed arms, uh, so for her to choose us, that that is a lot to me. That that meant a lot to me. She came out to the school. I think she fell in love with us, and we fell in love with her. She's a nice girl. We liked having her there. Uh, she's just beginning her training process, so it's hard to tell yet. Uh, but I know one thing: when you put a microphone in front of her, you 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 instantly know then who her dad was because the apple doesn't fall far from the tree when she gets in front of the microphone. So if her wrestling ability matches up to her talking in front of the microphone, I think we're in for a great, great superhero. It's obviously just built into her DNA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one, one of the other major events that's happened for you since the last time we spoke was this past May when you were heavily featured on Vice TV's Dark Side of the Ring in their fabulous Moolah episode. While a lot of the women on the show seemed like they were on the show to talk about the dark side of Moolah, you seemingly had a much more positive spin on your history with her. Did you watch the episode and what were your thoughts on the production of the show? Well, I thought that it was needed. Uh, the show was needed to come out. Uh, in fact, when the controversy hit, I wanted myself to go out and, and talk to, uh, you know, Mary, um, uh, Mula's daughter, and, and to uh, the reverend who uh, was on the show and, and so forth. Sweet Georgia Brown's son, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah, correct. And uh, me and a friend of mine, uh, Nigel, we went and we talked to all those people and he did stuff on his little 
uh, camera and his cell phone. And we had little clips out on YouTube and different things, just trying to slow and small get uh, a message out. And before we knew it, Vice TV called us and, uh, you know, had seen what we had done and wanted to, you know, I guess they were doing their series anyways, and then they had seen what we done, and they kind of put it together. And uh, I'm very proud of that. Um, uh, I know that uh, I don't want to get too deep into that because that's not what this uh, interview is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about wow. But I will say that for over 30 years, uh, I heard a lot of opinions of Mua, good and bad, but I never heard any of the lies that I believe the fans originated and started. I, I feel like they didn't want her to be presented with that battle royal. And so they spoke up and, and got the uh, sponsor to pull it. And, and that's how all that came about. Uh, but even with what the girls said that had a negative feeling about Mula, and some of them clearly said they didn't like her, even at the end, Princess Victoria said, you know, but she never, uh, you know, she didn't do the things that she was accused of, and they shouldn't have took the, uh, you know, her legacy away. So I think overall it was a, it was good, uh, you know, and I'm glad that they done it um, because it's a shame when somebody brings out dirt on someone and they've been and they're passed away and they can't defend themselves. And so good or bad, whether you liked her or not, uh, the rumors were not true. Uh, there might have been things about her that uh, the girls didn't like, but it was not what it was built up to be. It got terribly uh, out of hand. And so I hope some truth was revealed um, on that. Well, aside from what it seemed like they were digging for on the show, one of the things that I found the most interesting was hearing you talk about your early days of training alongside of Moolah. And of course, at that time, I had known about the WOW Training Center and that that was coming along. And I was curious, in training alongside of Moolah and now training the next generation of professional wrestlers, how much of that old school style is brought into today's training and how have some of the techniques changed with some of the newer superheroes? Well, let me clarify because I don't want anything to get misspoken. I, I never went to Moolah school. Um, I never went to Moolah school. And in fact, I only met her on a few occasions. But what I did do is I wrestled in the generation of the girls that all went to her school. Uh, Judy Martin, Leilani Kai, Peggy Lee, Joyce Grable, Susan Green, uh, Wendy Richter. I mean, I could go on and on. I was one of the few that did not go to her school. And, um, but when you wrestle in that generation and you're around all those girls for over 30 years, if something like that were true, you would have heard it. And, but going back to your question is I try to implement all, everything that I was trained. I was trained by Joyce Grable and Joyce went to Moolah school and Joyce actually trained me in her backyard. She had a wrestling ring in Georgia, in LaGrange, Georgia. And she trained me in her backyard. And it was hot, and I remember a lot of it, and it wasn't easy. And a lot of it you learned while you wrestled. Uh, once you started, they would throw you in there, and you would have matches, and you would just uh, trial and error and learn as you went. It's a whole different generation now than it was then when I had uh, my training and, and as I was coming up. So 
I try to take a lot of the good things that I were, that came out of it, and I try to imply them at the school. But the biggest thing that I do is I look at what was wrong with uh, our era of wrestling, and I'm trying to correct that and make this training school and our generation of of women wrestling better. And if there was anything that I didn't like back in the day, I try to uh, correct that now. And so, um, it's a lot different, even the wrestling style. I mean, this generation compared to 30 years ago is evolved so much. Um, and it's changed so much, but change, uh, your basic fundamentals never change. Um, the core, your, your foundation, all that will never change. Styles may come and go and fads of wrestling will come and go. But if you know your foundation and your fundamentals, that never changes. Well, speaking of the new up-and-coming talent, how many girls do you have out there at the training center? And are there any of them that we should be really anticipating the debut of coming up in just a couple of weeks when WOW kicks off on Season 2? So we've got a lot, and I'm not sure who is a surprise and who's not. So I'm kind of leery about telling you. You just have to tune in and watch. We've got a lot of uh, new stars coming out. Some will make it, some won't. Um, we're still um, with a tag team tournament in this series coming up. You're going to see a lot of a lot of new tag teams. Um, I'll throw out there uh, the Dixie Darlings is one tag team. I'll bring them up. Uh, they were in the tag team tournament. When they heard about the WOW Training School, they're from, uh, I can't remember the exact town in West Virginia, but they're from West Virginia. And so they got in their pickup truck and uh, they drove all the way out here to Los Angeles in a pickup truck. (laughs) And they came to the WOW Training School and had a tryout. And they're called the Dixie Darlings, Jolene and Jolene. And I think everyone will just instantly fall in love with them. They're hilarious. They're funny. They're really pretty girls. They're athletic. They're so willing to try things. They're so coachable. And I think big things will be happening for them coming up. Um, I'm I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of everybody, but there's just so many. Um, Let's see. I don't know. I guess you'll just have to tune in and see because there's so many, it's hard for me to to have a list and name out all the new talent. But uh, we've we've got a lot of good talent that's coming out on the season. If we have any young aspiring females out there that are listening to us, is is that the best way to get into the WOW Training Center? Just load up the pickup truck and drive on out? Or is there a better way to go about that? Um, I'll tell you, that's the best way to get your foot in the door. Um, The way I guess I'm supposed to tell everybody is that they send, uh, you know, their resume or their photo to WWE.com to the talent, you know, addressed to the talent office. And then they'll look at your resume and picture. But, you know, for somebody to drive across country and walk in, and I don't know, to me, you can't hardly say no to that. So is that the best way to get your foot in the door? I don't know. It worked for them. So, um you know, I would love it. I would love for us to have a nationwide uh, audition call or not audition tryout, I guess is, is a better word to say, a tryout, because there's so many great uh, athletic women out there that want to do this, some already in wrestling, 
some just want to come to WOW and some's never been trained and, and they don't know how to get, you know, we're, we're the only, as far as I know, we're the only all women's wrestling school, uh, that I know of. Now I might be wrong. Somebody may call me up and go, yeah, on this little town, you know, we have it, but publicized as far as I know, it's the only all women's wrestling school. So if there is any women out there, Hey, I'm a, I'm living proof of a dream come true. If you want to be a wrestler, uh, you should do it. Don't sit on the couch and want it and wish it. Get up and make the first step forward and doing it because uh, I might have told you this back in February. I'm just a, I was just a kid from a small town in Georgia, 10 years old, fell in love with wrestling, and now look at me. And so dreams come true, and I've had a great journey. Now I run the training school. I'm 53 years old, and I'm involved heavily in wow women of wrestling so if you want something go for it don't sit back and wait on it to come to you you got to go to it now we did see you quite a bit on camera last season on wow you you had a little bit of a personal issue going on there are we going to be seeing much of you on camera coming up in september for season two uh the answer is no Uh, i didn't even know they put that on there and to be honest with you as you know uh we spoke last february and i was in georgia Mm-hmm. Well, taking care of my dad and uh i tuned in and i was more surprised than anybody that they showed that clip um i think they showed that clip to put across the storyline of jesse jones um and things that were going on with her and her attitude um i don't think you'll I'm, i do most of my stuff behind the scenes i've had my journey and very proud of it um this is time for these girls and so I tell people all the time when you say you're never going to get back in there, wrestlers never say never. Uh, of course, uh, if the chance ever came up, of course I would. I'm in there every day with the girls. But right now I'm here to support, be a mentor, be a coach. And I've had my day and my time. I'm just trying to pass the torch along to all these girls. I can't think of a better coach for this new upcoming generation of superheroes. It's WOW! Women of Wrestling Season 2, debuting Saturday, September 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Access TV. Miss Majors, thank you so much for joining us today. Tell the fans how to keep up with yourself as well as the WOW! Superheroes across social media. Well, tune in to us on Saturday nights, just like you said, on Access. We've got social media, WWE.com. I know every girl on the roster has a social media platform and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not too into the social media, but I try to do my best at it. I'm so busy in the training center. I don't do a lot of that, but we are out on social media. Uh, anybody can talk to any of the girls that have their own, uh, platform that you can find them and talk to them. If you want to do that, uh, be sure and tune in September 7th. Uh, is their debut of season two. Um, it's on a new night, Saturday nights, 8 o'clock East Coast, 5 o'clock West Coast, and we're crowning new tag team champions, so be sure and tune in, and I think you'll enjoy yourself. Thank you so much again for joining us, Miss Majors, and hopefully we'll get to talk again soon. I hope so. Uh, this becomes a tradition. We'll have to talk again real soon. But let's make it that way. Okay, that's all good. You have a good day. Thank you so much for having me on. You as well. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye.